Hello, and welcome back to the Full of Chit Chat podcast on charliedemares.substack.com and also on the Harbinger Media Network. Uh, thank you very much for listening, wherever you are listening. Uh, if you do enjoy the podcast, as always, please do rate and review the show. It helps people to find it, it helps spread the word, and uh, share us with a friend, share us with an enemy, share us with someone for whom uh, the needle just does not move for you. You, you sit down with them, there's, there's uh, no change in pulse, uh, there's no, there's no uh, what's known as an arousal in the, um, uh, in the business, uh, physiologically. Uh, not a sexual arousal necessarily uh, in the use of that term, but just any sort of arousal, any movement um, uh, uh, physiologically of the body. If I sound anxious, it's because uh, the, your next uh, guest coming to the podcast, uh, he and I, we've got a bit of a, a, a connection anxiety-wise, and we can be a, we can be a little bit um, contagious uh, with each other. We can, uh, we can uh, shimmy ourselves up. Uh, the anxiety pole, or we can, uh, you know, uh, comfort our way down. Comfort our way down, that's not remotely a verb, but uh, I'm very excited to have him. If you listened to the most recent episode of the podcast, you heard Attorney General of British Columbia, uh, David Eby, uh, struggle in the last seconds of of that um, uh, episode uh, to return an I love you. Uh, from me. Now, that David uh, may have uh, uh, struggled slightly with with, uh, those three words that are very difficult for some people, maybe especially for for some men. This David is other end of the spectrum, I love you wise. This is maybe the I love you sayingest man I've ever met. Um, Routinely will uh, end a stand-up comedy set telling an audience full of strangers that he loves them. And What's incredible is it, it comes out as entirely uh, sincere, fully genuine. He is that uh, loving a man. He is hysterically funny. He is the uh, progenitor of the stand-up comedy album Pointless from 604 Records. Uh, he is a co-host of the Beer Me podcast. Uh, he is an actor, a stand-up and uh, a man who's been working outside a little bit, and that's why he's got that beautiful tan. It's David Harris, everybody. Dave Harris. How are you doing, Charlie? And I, uh, right away, I am in love with you. Not only do I love you, I'm in love. <laughs> yeah, thank you for making that distinction. Because I think it's, it's a, um, have you ever been given that um, talk by someone? Uh, the in love, I love? Yes. I got it from in an early relationship, uh, but I got it in the opposite direction um, uh, where like the the person didn't want to say that they loved me, but were willing to say that they were in love with me, which was, that's the, that's not the way that, that, that usually goes. Well, no, you know what? In love might be the, you're, you're transitioning. It's the beginning stages of saying, I love you, right? You're starting to get there. Yeah, I mean, because um, I love you is you're you're saying you're that, you're done. Yeah, yeah, you're speaking from your identity to the other person's identity. That's yeah, a you're relational. At, you're at the end of the race. Yeah. Whereas in love is 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 a, like a state of being. Like yes. that's like I'm hungry. I'm thirsty. I'm in love. This is something that could change. Yes. Yes. It's an infatuation. Although I am inf- infatuated <laughs> with you, I have oh. to say. Uh, be- one thing that you've got going is you have a beard that looks, 
from across the room as though it could be smelly, and yet you get in and it smells wonderful. Oh, yes. I use a lavender conditioner. Mm-hmm. I'm and not surprised it, uh, to hear this. And it, uh, it attracts uh, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> just just um, full spectrum attraction. It's like an uh, umbrella. It's like a butterfly net. Yeah. Yeah. A human. Yeah. Just a, a fully. Um, because uh, what are we into now, uh, beard wise, uh, just as a society, um, as a, as a as sort of kind of North American mainstream society? I mean, there are all there are obviously like some uh, cultures around the world where the beard uh, doesn't really go in and out of style. It sort of showed up, you know, a few hundred or a few thousand years oh, ago. Yeah. And it's well, the, just, the, you know, the, sticking it out. The Vikings like the beard, I think. The, yeah, the Vikings like the beard. You got you got your Sikhs. You've got your yep. you've got your Orthodox Jews. You've you've got uh, yeah, you know. mo- uh, mongrels. Genghis Khan had a nice beard. <laughs> I don't think they were mongrels, Dave. And I think uh, you <laughs> I may thought be. That was the name. Yeah, no, it's it's most certainly not mongrels. Oh, oh so, sorry. Uh, so uh, to clarify, anyone who's mid writing me an angry letter, uh, David oh, no. genuinely meant to say mongols mongols um, sorry yes. that's it yes sorry yes. i was close <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't taken history in a while yeah i'm sure there uh, i'm sure there are some mongols out there with, in the gang um, there's probably some in the gang. Uh, yeah, yeah, but um the uh uh but but right now we're in what would you say like the this is a hip time for a beard the, but what are, what are we in like year 10 maybe of, oh, of, of the beard fashion big beard fashion no, no, I would say it started get really catching fire in like 2014, maybe. Okay, okay. And now it's just, uh, you got barber shops on every corner. Yeah, well, that, but that, you would, that seems counterintuitive. It yes. feels like, hey, now there's beards, so let's shut some of these down because we're no, not cutting as much. No, that's the thing, though. They, it, they sculpt. It's like a, uh, they, they shape it so you look right. uh, even cooler. That's true because, so I I will cop to. I mean, anyone anyone who's seen my face um, will know that I'm not a I I I, I don't produce much um, facial hair. Uh, what I produce is quite patchy. Um, it's it's not a great situation. I have I have enough um, hair at the on my chin that I can grow at like a a passable goatee, which is the best uh the best of a bad set of choices because i'm not i mean i if i were about i guess 50 pounds um leaner i could just have a clean shaven face but as it stands i need to break things up a bit i need to i there's the feng shui on the bottom half of my self um, yeah facially you can you can open up a used record store (laughs) Yeah, like I do. I have that look. I have the beard of someone who will kind of hatefully judge whatever you're buying in any kind of a culturally curated space. Yeah, you don't want that. You don't want that record. No, I'm the guy who uh, I'm going to judge the movie you're renting, um, the the book you're buying, the comic that you are, are, are just starting to get into. Um, yeah. But you, on the other hand, have, have a very, uh, is that something that's been with you for like, were you one of those kids who like, like hit puberty, grade eight, full beard? No, 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 I didn't. Uh, well, no, it has been a long time. It's, it's been like 15 years. Because I've never known you not to have a beard. 
Yeah, I, uh, yeah. Ever since I could grow, I, I've had one, but it, it, it took a long time. Uh, like I, it wasn't right at puberty. Okay. I, I would say twenty twenty three. I started to realize that this this sucker is good. Oh, okay. Yeah, but you yeah. never you don't usually have a matching mustache. Like you, no. you like you have hair there, but you no, it's, it's very quite trim. Yeah, I know it's it's thinner than usual. I I I mean, story of my life. <laughs> but, um, <David>. but, <laughs> but no, but um, no. I everyone. Yeah, I have a thinner mustache. Uh, I I I want the. I don't have the Tom Selleck mustache, and I that's no. what I prefer. No, you more look. You've got kind of an Anabaptist look. Oh yes, yeah. You're like yeah. you've got kind of a uh, um, a Pennsylvania Amish. Um, like you don't look like you couldn't raise a barn. No, no, it's kind of like a uh, your your eighty year old grandma uh, mustache. <laughs> wow, you're eighty. <laughs> believe your eighty year old grandmother may be suffering from a uh, yeah, glandular uh, disorder. Yeah, it's uh, a thyroid problem. <laughs> yeah, I, um, but uh, regardless, I mean, I am I'm, I'm I'm I am envious of it. I do feel um, that the beard goes a long way to. Um, uh, camouflaging a great number of, um, not, and this is not on you, uh, but imperfections on, on, on other men's uh, chins and jaws. I have a fairly strong chin. I have a, I have a cleft chin. No, yeah, I, have so, a weak, I have a weak jaw. I'd say not, not crazy weak, but it's, it's not very prominent. Okay. And I also like having a beard because as, as you can listen, uh, I, this is one of my opening uh, bits. When I do stand up, I used to say that I grew a beard because um, if I didn't, I would, I would look how I sounded. <laughs> Cause I was going to say like, <laughs> you do put me in, a, in an interesting place. Um, like the, the way that men, even, even very kind of, you know, if, if, if you're sort of a forward thinking progressive guy, you have to just remind yourself not to do this, but the way from, from a very young age, we're sort of trained to um, like place ourselves in the hierarchy of masculinity and whatever like room or space we're in. And like, yeah. so, so you come along and it's like, uh, well, voice-wise, I've got this guy dead to rights. Um, <laughs> yeah. But but beard-wise, I mean, he could he could literally he could he could bind my hands with his beard and oh, still yeah. have room left over for a braid or build your deck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I'd much prefer the second option if those are the uh, those yeah. are the two on the on the on the table. Yeah. If you're wondering why David and I have such um, uh, such a rollicking chemistry um uh, we uh, uh co-hosted a a podcast together which maybe it's time to uh bring out a mothballs now that I, the it is time yes pandemic is wrapping up so so to to catch you up on it uh dave and i had um a podcast that, i mean it's currently in kind of uh, cryogenetic um <laughs> uh, state but uh like we, and when did we start i mean it was literally like what two weeks before covid that we started this uh i think one week before literally we had one guest in person and then and then and then and then covid hit yeah, so so we were going to do a weekly. Um, uh, so, so the so the podcast is called the Fight or Flight Crew. Um, yeah. And if you're if you're on your phone right now, why don't you go over uh, uh, subscribe and then and if we do start doing uh, new episodes, you'll get them automatically. I mean, but the idea was uh, that uh, you know David and I uh, both have multiple um, uh, uh, diagnosed 
anxiety disorders. We've both been, um, uh, you know, one of the things that we grapple with in our lives is, is, is mental health. And then, uh, you know, we, we, did, we did one episode uh, with just the two of us. And then the feeling was, uh, the, the plan had always been that we would, we would do this, we would do the show, it'd be just the two of us for the first episode. We'd introduce ourselves, we'd talk a little bit about our experience with OCD and, and general anxiety disorder and panic attacks. And then we'd have a guest, uh, uh, the, the, you know, as of each following week, and we had Alicia Tobin on. And then uh, there was this pandemic. I don't know if people have heard about it. Um, yeah. If you have it where you are, uh, but uh, and then it was almost like it was almost like it was too close to the bone to be talking about anxiety this year. Yeah. Exactly, because you're fighting through it anyway. So it, it just adds uh, fuel to the fire, uh, so to speak. Yeah, it's um, what what has been your uh, like? So so it's been a it's been a few months since you and I have have checked in about like um, uh, COVID related anxiety and particular like pandemic related uh, anxiety. How how are you doing? It's it, it's been okay. I'd say the same. Pretty anxious a lot. I I got a lot better once I got vaccinated. I'd have to say. Beautiful. And what? And may I ask uh, which shot you got? I got the Pfizer. Oh wow! Well, look at you. You're uh, see, because I got the um, I got the AstraZeneca. Okay, yeah, because I think that was the earlier earlier months. Uh, everyone was getting that. I have a few friends that got that as well. Yeah, and then people would say to me, um, they they'd say, "Oh, but but you're so anxious. How how could you get that? How could you get that vaccine?" And it's like, well, because even in my anxiety, there's I'm still rational, and I understand <laughs> yeah. that like yeah. like I was way more fucking scared of COVID than, than, than the vaccine. Yeah, yeah, like like exactly. I can read a I can read a sheet of paper that says oh you may like one in two hundred and fifty thousand. Yeah, who cares? Well, Give me five. Give me yeah, five exactly. shots at once. Exactly. So I I um. I'm actually, I don't know if you're finding this now, but I, I as, as, especially now as we get to um, talking about reopening, uh, a number of people in my life who've just, who've never, I mean, they've, they've never dealt with um, anxiety in, 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 in their life in any kind of prolonged way. Or I, I, I can't of... believe that. I, I, I have a few friends too that don't even know when I talk about it, what I'm talking about. I find that insane. <laughs> even after this year, they don't? uh yeah oh wow i think they know i think they experience it but they don't know what it is i think that's the thing I okay if they that makes knew, sense to me yeah what the symptoms were they'd be like oh that's what that is i i think do you I, remember I, your first panic attack as uh, I, I do how old were you i wasn't um i was 12 okay yeah and and do you feel comfortable sharing the circumstances or oh, oh, that, yeah. I don't want to put you on the spot because we didn't talk about this. No, right? no, it's ridiculous. It was so ridiculous. <laughs> uh, you're going to laugh. Um, I was listening to uh, the Simpsons album. It was like a <laughs> song album they had. Yes. Do the Bartman. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, there, that's, that's it. And then uh, I think it was one of the, it wasn't the Bartman. It was another song on there. I, I was like, got my first CD player and I was listening to it. So I listened to it for like four hours straight, just like doing everything around the house. And then when I went to bed, I could still like hear the music in oh, my yeah. head. Yeah. Yeah. 
and then I thought I was going insane. Oh and then I, just, I was, I just had a full on panic attack. Like I had to wake the parents up. I was like, why can't I? And they were just like, you know, cause you, you just, you know, you had it on too long and you're just still thinking about it. But I, I literally could thought that I was still hearing the actual music without it on. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm losing it. Oh my gosh. And then, and do you like, uh, can you, I mean, that was a long, long time ago. Do you remember like what the physical sensations were or do you remember, was it just, Oh yeah. That? I okay. felt I, I was like, uh, I still have the same sense. I, I, I still remember cause I have the same sensations when I have panic attacks. Now when you like literally feel like you're floating outside your body and you're like numb, like tingling yeah. numb. I, I get that, that sensation a lot. The, and, and just like you, you can't hold a proper thought in your head for a, a millisecond and, yeah. and nothing, and nothing you can do, uh, stops it. Like uh, putting on a show or, or, or trying to distract yourself does not stop it from happening. Mm-hmm. And that's when that's, I know it's out of control. And then I'm just like, got to ride the, got to ride the wave. And, and so, uh, this year has presented you with, um, I would imagine, uh, like, because it's presented even people who don't deal with anxiety pathologically, uh, yeah. with a number of. I mean, th- this is th- this is. I mean, for, so for like for people who don't know about um, panic, uh, panic attacks in particular, but a- anxiety in general. I mean, everything that happens with anxiety is a kind of basically like a kind of. Uh, uh, a, a, a short circuiting or 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 an an, an ill um an ill equipment of uh the 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 fight or flight survival mechanisms that we evolved uh, in in ancient scenarios and 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 that were totally that were totally appropriate to our, our sort of uh you know pre-agricultural you know you know when you're when you're living in a situation where the the threats that you're facing are more often going to be like you know is that a coyote in the bushes or is that a is that a bear coming down the hill at us or or you know that sort of thing um whereas if whereas now like if you're in a place where the the thing that you're worried about is you know is my landlord going to evict me your, your body doesn't know how to process that fear in any way, but in the, is that a bear or is that a coyote way? Even though the ways that your body will respond to those bear coyote situations aren't, aren't useful in any, in any way to, um, to a, a landlord who's going to evict you or to a, a, a party that you're uh, nervous about attending. Right. So yeah. then people, Sorry. Yeah. And then, what, what's what it was that called? It's what irrational and irrational fears. Right. I think. Yeah. Uh, I remember when I was. I took a. I took a couple cognitive behavioral therapy uh, sessions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm actually. I'm. Uh, you know, not to brag, but I'm. I'm fresh from um, FaceTime with my cognitive behavioral therapist oh, nice. this Hell afternoon. Yes. There uh, it is. So I'm feeling. Uh, you know, mighty. Um, mighty well balanced. Uh, but I mean, all, all this stuff, like when it's, when it's happening to your body, you can, you, can, you can explain it all once you know it. And for a lot of people, knowing it um, is the thing that uh, it makes it that much easier to start um, treating it. And for some people, that's really kind of all they need is just to know what's happening. And then they stop having um, panic. So like your chest constricts, or you start feeling tingly in your extremities. 
Um, and people think, oh, holy shit, I'm having a stroke or something like that. When, when actually what's happening is um, your, your blood is, is moving to, um, you know, uh, protect your, your viscera and the um, uh, essential organs. And, and you know, you're, you're responding to, like, like I said, the, the bear or the coyote. Um, I don't know why I chose coyote. That's not really the scariest. That's yeah, not that dangerous animal. Oh, I mean, there there've been some problems uh, recently with coyotes. They do seem to be they're 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 making a turn. Um, no, well, you just get a bite on the ass and then it, you'd run off. Okay, so so I I I regret having locked in on coyote as as my <laughs> I if it, yes if I had this podcast to do again this episode would I have chosen coyote? No, that wouldn't be my that wouldn't be my go to. But see now like the, so if I were to get nervous about having chosen the wrong animal to illustrate this point and I started sweating. Uh, that would be because in nature, if I were trying to run away from a bear, it's biologically advantageous for me to be sweaty because it cools my body and it also makes me slippery and harder to grab by a um, a large predator. Mm. But it, it doesn't help you on a fucking date. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, that, that had the real ring of uh, yeah. autobiography. Your response. Yeah, I've been there. I've been there. Been there. Done that. Been that, been there, and done myself after yeah. that. Um, oh. the, um, how that usually works out. Um, yeah, the old pump and dump. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the other other way around. The uh, dump oh, and no, then the pump. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You get dumped and then pump. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Uh, well, we really t- took a, quite a filthy turn there. Oh, from sorry. A, it was a, yeah. no, no. It was it was it was I was uh, just much part of it. it yeah, was, I was just saying we were in a real PSA place, a real kind of. Oh yeah, it was PG. Sorry, I was, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I was I was in grade I was in grade ten the first time I remember having um, like a, like an actual uh, panic attack, what I would describe as as a panic attack, and it was just I mean it was just totally overwhelming. But I was always uh, like I was saying this actually to my to my doctor today. Like I I don't remember a time in my life when I wasn't worrying or anxious or scared. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I was always, um, and, and, and then, and then the, and the sticky thinking, like being absolutely unable to move on from a thing, like, like just once it was in my head. Well, that's, uh, I think that's where the upset, I, cause I have obsessive compulsive disorder. I think that anxiety and obsessive compulsive go hand in hand. I, yeah. I, if you have anxiety, I think you're obsessive because once you get anxiety, you start obsessing over the things. You get anxiety about anxiety. Yeah. So, I mean, that's obsessing over something, I would say. But then this year, right, we've been presented with a, with a scenario where you, you're actually being told, um, wash your hands 15 times a day. Oh, yeah. Um, like, you, you have to do the thing. Like, I mean, my doctor used to specifically, I mean, I mean, my psychologist here would specifically, like, she'd say to me, like, you're not going around with a bottle of Purell in your pocket, are you? Like, or, and I realized <laughs> that I said that, it sounds like that, or are you just happy to see me? Um, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Oh. <laughs> but no, she was, she was literally asking, like, like I would get, uh, and I mean, this is, this is years ago, um, you know, she would be like, you're not carrying hand, hand sanitizer with you, are you? Um, but now th- that's what you're supposed to do the, yeah, for, th- yeah, so for this who, year. 
who's crazy now, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Sorry. <laughs> but then don't you feel like, that, that? like, are you now seeing some friends who, as we get ready to come out of this. Or more, are, like, are, 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 are uh, yeah, paranoid? Yeah, what they're not in a good place to come out of it. Oh, yeah, a couple. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and this is this is one thing that I'm really worried about. And one of the reasons I wanted to have you on, on the show this week, like one, one of the reasons I thought this would be a good time to have Dave on, we'll talk about OCD, we'll talk about anxiety, because I, it, I, one of the things that I see happening with a number of friends right now is um, uh, that, that I suddenly in my, in my life am like, for the, for, the, for the very first time, literally in my life, I'm, I'm less anxious than a great number of people around me. And like when the new rules came in and they said, you know, you can have, you know, and we're in British Columbia and, you know, the, the rules right now until mid June are that you can have up to five people, um, I, up to either one other household or five people uh, in your home. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we heard that and we were like, okay, let's, Let's have our neighbors over. Like we, we like we miss people. Our, our our child hasn't played with anyone in in our house for for almost a year and a half. Like, um, and and we we you know we talked to friends who who you know they, who didn't feel didn't feel ready for that. And and I mean you obviously you you want to honor that and and um, uh, you know you don't want to push anybody into um uh, doing anything that that they don't feel comfortable with. Um, mm -hmm. While at the same time, you know, because of your treatment for OCD and stuff like that, that you'll never, you know, psychologically get yourself to the place where you're comfortable with it. Like part of getting comfortable with it is that you'll have to go through the situation of. Oh, yeah. Well, I think that's what you said earlier. That you don't really get comfortable with it. You accept it. Uh, and that's the uh, that's nothing more you can really do. Like, has your, would you, did you ever, um, uh, when you have OCD, I mean, there's like, there's what they call pure O OCD, which is the, I guess a new term that I found on the internet. Like pure O, isn't it? Like, uh, like a, like a oxygen, like. <laughs> no, no, like. Um, you got a tank? Yeah, it's the, uh, so uh, it, what, what was called always primary obsessions OCD when I was uh, first getting treatment. Um, oh, okay. on, on, on the internet now is often referred to as pure O. So like of the OCD, it's like, it's oh, pure slang. O. It's like just the obsession. So that you're, um, but I, even though I was, I, I preferred the term, the, the term primary obsessions OCD, because it was, even though it was primarily for me, unwanted thoughts and, and, and rumination and, you know, obsession, um, I still had compulsions and I still had like cleaning compulsions and contamination obsessions that would come with, with compulsions and stuff like that. Did you ever have like germ related OCD? I, and not, not really. Not, not, no. My, my OCD is always my thoughts. Yeah. I always have obsessive thoughts. It's intru intrusive thoughts. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I get that like constantly day on a daily basis. And did that start for you in childhood? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Like I would always worry that someone was in trouble when yes. I was younger. Like yes. constant, like if my parents went out to dinner, uh, I was worried they were, weren't coming home. Like to right. the point of uh, a sheer panic. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. 
Uh, and then the older I got, it would just be new obsessions that I would worry about. It's just ridiculous things. Like, uh, like nowadays, uh, I'll have a, a line from like a film in my head or, or a song. Mm-hmm. And if I can't figure out what it's from, I'll start panicking. <laughs> it's so stupid. No, you and I have talked about that before. That per- yeah. that particular one, that um, that that inclination. Yeah, I get that all the time. Still, like, uh, yeah, like. <laughs> yeah. And and yeah, and and has Google been any? <laughs> I mean, so I, mean, I, I do do that. I, I no, yeah, it does does help a little bit. But sometimes when I don't find it, I just have to like you know how hard it is to come to terms, even though you haven't solved the problem. It's even worse. So yes. it's like. But even as I said that, I was I like if my psychologist were listening right now and she heard me say to you, "Why don't you Google what it is?" She'd be like, "Have have you heard nothing in the last fucking fifteen years of therapy?" Because of course, what you're doing is you are giving into it by because by looking it up on Google, you're you're essentially agreeing with yourself that it is necessary for you to know. Yeah, what uh, this, the, what movie this line is from, right? Yeah, yeah. Whereas what you actually like from a, from a CBT perspective, from cognitive behavioral therapy, what a cognitive behavioral therapist would tell you is that you need to train yourself to know that nothing bad is going to happen from you not knowing what movie or song that's from. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so part of that will be, and th- and this this is the thing with with. With, with intrusive thoughts, right? Because that's, that's what I had too. And, and that was the big, and, and, and so you, you sit down and for the first like years of therapy on it, it's like, I know that everything in your mind and body and soul and whatever, everything is telling you, you have these thoughts. So you need to counteract them somehow. You either need to debate them away or you need to neutralize them or you do like a little magic compulsion that, somehow in your own little weird idiosyncratic logic um releases you morally from the thoughts or or cancels them out flick yourself in the sack sure you can flick yourself yourself in the sack um uh, maybe maybe you've got maybe you've got a buddy who doesn't mind uh you know uh uh, he's he's offered his sack as a as a sort of scapegoat sack snap out of it um but uh, you know this is um what, what what my doctor would say to me was, you know, she'd say, look, you, what you have to do is, is just like not engage the thing, the thought, because you can't, of course, with the, like, so, so now if you think of the thought as the bear or the uh, coyote, yes, we wish I'd chosen a, a cougar, whatever. Well, you stopped at bear. You could have just stopped at bear. If the thought is the bear, the difference between a thought and a bear or a cougar is that Thinking about a cougar doesn't make a cougar appear. But I, I wish it did, if you know what I mean. Wait, wait. <laughs> I, uh, but thinking about a thought does make it appear. Yes. Because that's what a thought is. You can't, you can't think a thought without thinking it. That's, by definition, you go, oh, I don't want to think this thought. And your brain goes, what, this thought? The thought I'm thinking right now? And you go, yeah, that one. I don't want to think it. Okay, I won't think this one. This thought, right? You don't want me to think this? And you go, yeah, yeah, that's when he stop doing that. Yeah, that's why I don't I don't understand. I, I there has to be everybody that suffers from generalized anxiety disorder has to have some form of OCD as well. Or maybe people just can have 
anxiety and not OCD? I don't I No, don't no, know. no. People can definitely. So for I now I, you know, I really have to say I remind my, and I, you know, I think you tipped your cards when you said the <laughs> sack flicking thing, but David is not a doctor, folks. No, uh, no. Nor am I. Me personally, I just, from my experience, I find that they go hand in hand because I only get anxious when I'm obsessing right. most of the time. Right. But I mean, I think there are a lot of people this. So, for instance, in this in this year who uh, would never have had anxiety doing something like grocery shopping before. And then. Oh, yes. Yeah. Sorry. That's. Yeah. What am I saying? Yeah. All of a sudden this year they were presented with a scenario where in a in in a not imaginary way, their lives and the lives of their loved ones were threatened by um uh by the act of grocery shopping yeah um and and you know the one that really kills me is uh you know i think about like kids like you and me growing up like and 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 you know thank god we were a tiny minority but we were at home doing our little compulsions and our special prayers and our magical things to like you know, stop anything bad from happening um, uh, to, you know, the people we were worried about something happening to when, when they were gone. When I was a kid, um, anytime I heard a siren, uh, if I didn't say a special ritualized prayer that went yeah. in a certain order, uh, then, if, then if the next day I found out that siren was for somebody um, yeah, you loved. that I loved and, and, and anything had happened to them, um, then, then that was my fault. Right? Do you still have, I still have one that I've used since I was 13 years old. But <laughs> I'm worried that you're still using them, right? Like you. <laughs> no, only one. No, okay. I, know, I know that they're, there's just one that I just, I never, I've never shook. I, I still do it. It's so small, but I, I find it amazing that I remember the day I started doing it and I'm still doing it to this day. And, and well, I mean, I, I just, I'm so torn between being uh, your friend and being <laughs> someone who cares about it. And then just from a programming perspective that I can't not ask you what it is. It's so simple. So every night before I go to sleep, uh, right when I'm turning off the lamp, I have to say good night, see you in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> just to the ether. Yeah, to the ether. Wow. I, I mean, and then, but this, oh. Dave, I just want to give you a hug. But it's not, it doesn't. It's not a big thing. It doesn't bother. I just. No, it's not a big thing. I don't. I think if I missed it, it wouldn't matter. But I just never have. I don't no. know if that makes sense. I know what you mean. I, I know what you mean. But I, but but this is the this is the uh, the 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 longer we do these little like <laughs> talismans, right? Like so. Th this was this was this was a big one, right? Like I would one thing that. I would have was that I worried that if I if I said something or wrote something down, um, that that it became more likely that that would happen. Like, um, which is a common OCD thing that that you'd say, oh, um, like that if you were to say, uh, oh, you know, if my dad ever got into a car accident, that okay. that just by saying those words, oh, it was going to happen. You would then make it. Um, more likely that your dad would get into a car accident. Yeah. And now yeah, you can hear my dog barking in the background. She's <laughs> bringing me Lassie-like to the scene of the accident. Where my, oh, yeah. Um, where, where are they, girl? Yeah. <laughs> um, so so, um, so the, the doctor would say to me, like, 
you know, even if you, because obviously you know that rationally that's not true. And, and every part of your rational brain knows mm. that that's not true. But you just go, what's the harm in me not saying, uh, oh, what, you know, if my dad got into a car accident. Or you go, but if, if every time I say hey, my dad got into a car, if my dad got into a car accident, I, I just, I tap my keys three times. Once for me, once for my brother, once for my dad, then everything's going to be fine. And so you keep telling yourself, look, it's this tiny little thing and I'll just do it. And who does it hurt? And it, the, the answer is you, right? Like the person that hurts is you because yeah. you, 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 by doing that, you, you essentially tell yourself, well, as long as I'm doing that and nothing happens, I'm going to create a, a correlation in my mind um, between their safety and the fact that I'm doing that. Now, over the, that, this is why I'm so worried about people in the, in the rest of society after this year, is we've been doing all this stuff where other people's safety, other people's well-being and their health has been correlated to us staying home, washing our hands a million times, wearing a mask, doing, doing all these, not seeing each other. Yes, but I think people are people now who want to maybe, you know, stay on the um, ultra safe side of even the allowed, you know, loosened rules are, are going to put themselves without knowing it in the situation of creating that talismanic relationship to, well, as long as I have stayed home, I haven't gotten sick. Or yeah. as long as I don't see friends, I'm not getting any germs on my parents or so on my grandparents. You're saying that the pandemic gave normal people OCD. <laughs> in some ways, that's what I'm saying. I mean, it, it wasn't OCD over the past year. And, and, in, and in huge parts of the country, it still isn't. And, and like, and, and, like, I want to be clear, like, we're not at all, like, out in the clear now. And it's not no. like, okay, masks off, everybody, and let's bob for apples. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, it's, we're still, like, we're still months off. Um, and that's just in this part of the world. And, and so we, and, and I mean, we have just morally, totally obligated to keep everybody else in, 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 in our minds. Um, and not only morally, but just practically. Like, I think it really is uh, true what people are saying that, you know, as long as this pandemic is happening anywhere, it's happening everywhere. That's true. Yeah. On the other hand, I think there is a, there is a point where the genuine response to a threat or menace turns into anxiety or turns into something pathological when it ceases to be rationally pegged to, to what's actually going on going on yeah yeah exactly that, isn't that the definition i always talk too much when i this is the only uh, this is the, if, if we do the podcast more though I, I i can't talk this much what are you talking about you're very articulate well that, that's very kind but you that's also not that does not in any way answer what i just said i said i talk too much <laughs> you said oh, you're very articulate that's like me saying oh you know i eat too much you go hey but you're a very good cook no, no. Well, I know. I mean, uh, you're, uh, that means that you speaking a lot is good. I'm the color man. You're the uh, analyst. 
<laughs> That's very sweet. I uh, no, I I I uh, I'm the guy who needs an analyst, but oh. I, I you know I I just I I this this is the you know when you you've you've uh, you've you've been through something that is like a very kind of it's not ultra rare, right? Like it's yeah. I think it's something like one in forty people has obsessive compulsive disorder. That's and, not that we got company. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's something more like one in five for people with anxiety disorders, right? Like it's uh, like that, and that that may not be the the proper. Um, uh, oh, and I should and I should say our friends at Anxiety Canada. Um, this uh, this coming June tenth is going to be uh, uh, Anxiety Day. It's the first ever. That it's the first time that that's happening. So if you go down to the um, Anxiety Canada website or if you um, search Anxiety Canada on um, uh, the app uh, thing on your phone, they've got some amazing, uh, helpful, what's it called? The MindShift app. Um, uh, I, that sounds like I have some sort of sponsorship deal with them uh, because you, it sounded like can, I sort of get a tote bag too? to do a break, but it's genuinely not. I just think they do great work and I, I think they're good people and, and, and that's true. It's happening um, uh, this month. Uh, the first ever anxiety day, but um, you know, you go through something in your life that that you feel like uh, can give you give you the inside inside dirt on this thing that now a bunch of people are going to go through something very similar to it. You, yeah, you were trained. Now you, you you were trained before it happened. Yeah, and so, so you just want to tell, you just kind of want to scream it from the rooftops. Yeah. Yeah. But- but then you're uh, an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then you're just a dickhead on a roof. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, are you? Um, are you look? Are you? Do you have any shows lined up? Are you? Are you looking forward to getting back on stage? Oh, or? I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I don't have anything lined up yet, but uh, I, I, yeah, I, 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 I did a bit of writing over the pandemic. Yeah, like uh, joke writing, like stand up, like yeah, 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 quite a bit. Well, I, I again, like I, uh, I, I'll wake up at like two in the morning with some stupid thought in my head, and then I'll just write it down on my on my notes in my phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a comedian's helper. Yeah, so I got a couple. I got a, cu- a couple pages, few pages of just a couple of humdingers. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, and will you, um, like, do you, do you think you'll be like, are are you like raring to go the minute they tell us we're allowed in or, or like, what's, what's your feeling? I don't, well, I did, I did do a show. I did, oh, sorry. I did, I think I did three shows. Remember when we opened back up a little bit after the first wave and, uh, it was pretty, all the rooms that I went to, they, they did a really good job at the, of the, like the distancing and stuff. So, uh, I'm sure that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the month of June, I'm not really – come July 1st, it's supposed to be like the phase two. Maybe by then, uh, it, it should be pretty good for me. I, 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 yeah, I'm not too worried about jumping right back into it, like come yeah. June 15th. July 1st, of course, is, is my birthday, and so I, I do feel that you know we're really – Anybody who's maybe thinking about the surprise for number forty-one, for, uh, you know, can get can get cracking, you know. Yeah, a year subscription to to uh, uh, Purell. <laughs> Yeah, years <laughs> subscription. Oh man, what a bizarre unit uh, of, um, 
that's uh, only the the that's if you want to test your kid for OCD, see how they respond to uh, the birthday present of uh, a year's subscription to URL. Oh, <laughs> uh, Dave. Yeah. Uh, sorry for talking so much. You weren't talking a lot at all. It was all informative and, and part of the process. <laughs> <laughs> Again, you are not speaking to the substance of what I'm saying uh, oh, no. by your sweetheart. No, I mean, like in a podcast, you talk. There's always someone that talks um, more than the other person. Well, um, I, 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 I deny that. But I, I, <laughs> I, 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 I do think like we should we should once once we can get back. Um, I, I, I just yeah, let's. Let's do it though, right? We'll bring the podcast back, won't we? Oh yeah. What What, what do you mean, the fight or flight crew? I yeah. I, I loved it. I'm sorry that we've been uh, on hiatus. Yeah, but that's all it was. It'll be a hiatus. It was this a hiatus. Is the, this yeah. is the official announcement. Yeah, the band's getting back together, baby. We're back. Okay. In the meantime, I do love you. Oh, I love you too, with thank all my for, heart. Thank you for being here. Oh, what do you mean? Thanks for having me. Uh, it's, it's an honor. And uh, I'm gonna go now. Shout it from the rooftops like a fucking dickhead. Yeah, yeah. Don't do it. <laughs> you might get you get bit bitten by a coyote. <laughs> <laughs> bye, Dave. Thank bye. you. Bye, bye.